0: This is the Ag Queen podcast. Hello, I'm your host, Lori Boyer. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and those shaking it. And today we'll be talking about innovations in agriculture, specifically on drone technology uses in agriculture. Joining me for our discussion today is Aqualine Drones founder and chairman, Barry Alexander. Barry, let's start off by talking a little bit more about you and your background.
1: Professional aviator um, by trade flew helicopters uh, back then, uh, and then I transitioned to airplanes, flew for numerous airlines as a captain for uh, United for 18 years and some other airlines, um, but also worked in different parts of aviation as uh, a flight instructor, as a chief pilot, director of operations for a charter outfit, aircraft mechanic. And so when... When we think of drones and how I got into that space, uh, you think of drones as aircraft, which um, fall squarely within the ambit of aviation. And so, it's in my DNA as an aviator, uh, sort of a natural progression, um, if you may. So that's that's uh, my 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 technical professional background um, that kind of led me into the drone space. Um, you know, owned other businesses along the way, um, privately, um, in digital media, um, health information systems, construction, but also um, uh, electronic payment systems. So what you see now, um, as far as, you know, the end results, um, Aquiline drones, that somewhat represents a you know, culmination of most of what I've done in my professional life.
0: Barry, let's talk more now about Aqualine Drones as a company. Tell me more about this company.
1: Aqualine Drones uh, is a US-based um, drone manufacturer, but also, um, you know, a, a provider of, of, of cloud solutions, and so we, we've we been around for the better part of, say, six or seven years, um, four of which three and a half of which was spent in solid incubation. And what we've built today successfully is what we call a drone technology ecosystem. So it's made up of uh, seven lines of business from drone manufacturing to the provision of cloud services to the AD Academy, which provides um, drone pilot training um, online and and also hands on. One of the uh, uh, initiatives we we uh, uh, championed was that of providing uh, free drone training to all first responders, um, i.e., law enforcement, you know, firefighters, other first responders nationwide, in commemoration of uh, you know the 20th anniversary of uh, 9/11 until the end. So so we we currently train law enforcement, firefighters, first responders nationwide to become commercial drone operators and then we provide the uh, infrastructure to allow them to use drones you know, in the line of, of, of work. We also have a, an in-house insurance captive that we stood up um, this year. So we um, self-indemnify products and services um, that uh, that are made or procured by Aqualine. We uh, we provide I see you have a question on the tip of your tongue.
0: Oh no, no, go ahead, keep going. I wrote it down. Sure. Okay.
1: And we currently have a very healthy, you know, book of business. You know, whether it be in um, in the era of smart farming, energy and utilities, first responder, you know, um, applications or environments, um, you know, enterprise asset management, um, through you know, uh, inspections of infrastructure, um, AI monitored, of course, through drones that we use that are enabled with uh, um, AI to give, you um, you know, cognitive capabilities to those drones where they compute on the edge and send that information in real time back to our cloud. So that, in essence, allows us to provide... Uh, the customer and user with uh, real-time data insights, if you may, which most times address their business's bottom line.
0: How long has the company been in existence? Um,
1: Just a little over three years.
0: Barry, what are some of the ways that drones are currently being used?
1: Drones, I mean, there's a a multitude of uh, of, uh, use cases for drones. Just think of Anything that requires um, an aerial perspective from multiple, you know, vantage points—essentially um, what birds did for centuries—now you have you know eyes in the sky that provide that um, you know aerial imagery of you know an environment, and so that third dimension is is really the added benefit that drones bring to any. Equation. So, again, law enforcement, firefighting, energy utilities. I mean inspections, um, cell phone towers, uh, wind turbines, bridges, tunnels. Anything that can be seen from the sky uh, or monitored from the sky. You know, with the, the right camera or sensor package, allowing for you know you know thermal imagery, for example, identifying bodies where ordinarily we would not see them in uh, post disaster environments. Um, is is namely, you know, the benefit that uh, you know is derived by society when when uh, drones are used.
0: Specifically, let's talk about how drones are being used in the agriculture industry.
1: In multiple ways, um, from your from your typical you know geodetic um, surveys, um, land um, surveys, and mapping to uh, fruit counting using um, AI algorithms to count fruit, you know apples, pears, berries, what have you, to uh, fruit analysis, to, um, you know, applying uh, pesticides, to um, precision farming, you know, killing of precise, you know, to be sure of bugs, multitude of applications in, in farming.
0: Barry, can you give us some more detailed examples or specifics in what agriculture uses there are for drones?
1: When you speak of farming it's not just agriculture you also can include you know the management of livestock. So will it be as an era rancher you know managing your livestock as far as you know counting counting your cattle, you know being able to ascertain the cattle's health? through health monitoring, um, you know, sensors or or temperature monitoring sensors that could detect, you know, you know, rapid rising body temperatures, you know, obviously a sign of impending poor health, which if your purpose for ranching is that of harvesting, you know, beef or, or milk from the cattle, it's important to know today the health of your livestock, which somewhat gives you an indication of what that will trade for after it's harvested, so prompting you to take to be more proactive as far as the actions you take in isolating the unhealthy, you know, animals.
0: Let's talk more now about autonomous drones.
1: Autonomous drones. Um, autonomous drones essentially have, you know, the abilities to 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 the ability to do what it is they're programmed to do with little human intervention. And so if the drone is programmed to go for, from point A to point B and perform a task in, in swarm formation, for example, we're expecting that drone to, to see and avoid um, objects in a case where we, we use a little bit more advanced neural processing um, you know, networks, The drone uses a system that allows it to compute its course in in real time, just as just as a person would. So essentially, it's not your CNFY capability goes beyond what you see out there where you're not navigating an object because it was um, implanted based on a geolocation. It's actually a result of you know cognition that the drones can sense that it's something that needs to be navigated and it makes a decision based on the dynamic environment which way to go uh, left to the right or you know over it or whatever but more importantly autonomous operations goes beyond just you know a program set you know the drones can think of why they're doing what they're doing they can they can work in swarm formation as as a team and and act on, on behalf of of other team drones, you know, if uh, if there's an issue compared to semi-autonomous operations where there is um, someone either deploying the drone or retrieving the drone or using, you know, manual override capabilities to, to do things other than the drones do it well on its own.
0: Barry, before we move on, I want to jump back to livestock. Let's just use an example of how autonomous drones and drone technology can be used if a producer were to lose track of some of their livestock.
1: There is not a specific drone technology. The applications are, are specific to the level of autonomy that's afforded by the drone. And that comes in the form of, you know, um, you know AI algorithms that are trained using not just historical data, but um, machine learning and natural language processing, NLP, to make determinations based on what the drone understands that it's seeing and to thereafter make prescriptive recommendations as to a course of action for for a rancher. A a cattle, cow strain off, a head of cow strain off as a result of it being chased or it being ill, Determinations that the drone the drone can make, why why you know the animal is fleeing or getting away from um, from the pack. So it's again not a, a very specific function, but an application that's AI driven that somewhat narrows it down based on the task at hand.
0: Barry, you also wanted to mention some of the exciting developments you have coming up for aqualine drones.
1: Yes. Uh, so, Flight to the Future um, was was uh, conceptualized uh, somewhere around three, three years ago. And it's a, a rich um, expose of or, or treatment of, of uh, curricula designed around um, special industries. So, not only do we teach you everything from A to Z about drones, um, we we also teach you you know cloud technology. We teach you, you know about you know registering a business, you know uh, managing a business in the drone space. Anything that you know would allow someone who is unemployed, underemployed, displaced, um, especially in post COVID environment, to delve into an entirely new industry with. The, the skill set and knowledge base to to become a poten- potentially a successful business owner as a, a drone service provider, and so um, for twelve ninety nine, the average person could get into an entirely new and exciting industry that is, by all accounts, uh, burgeoning. I mean, think for twelve ninety nine. If by comparison, you wanted to become a hairdresser, I mean that's, you know. $15,000 to $20,000 for 29 weeks. And at the end, you get you know, you know, a skull and a wig and probably a moisturizer kit um, to work with. But, but here, upon successful completion of the course, we also provide you work through uh, what's called a drone-on-demand app akin to Uber, where we aggregate all the service requests nationwide from individuals and businesses alike. So you, Laurie, may have you know, an outdoor wedding event planned for sometime in December. And you may request or require aerial footage of that wedding. And so by downloading the app and putting putting in the request and paying for it beforehand, we could vet the request for legality. I mean, if, of course, you asked us to surveil the White House, it would be (laughs) (laughs) no. (laughs) Um, But we could provide that service. And on the day... That the services to be provided, here you have you know, numerous drone service providers, just like Uber drivers, who all have the app that has special functionality, like a what's called a command and control dashboard, would accept the job based on proximity to where they are, but also you know, the value of the job, if it's something that, you keep, that you're trained to do, if it's something they have the, the right equipment to do. They go to the job. They go to the site, deploy the drone. The drone does the job. There is no communication between the drone pilot and and you, of course. It's all handled just like Uber, and we take a small amount of the top to pay for the equipment that we put in their hands when they uh, when they graduate.
0: Barry, you also manufacture a workstation or a pod. It's called the Agile Pod. Talk to me more about that.
1: Ah. Uh, no, no, no. that's that's a lot to unpack <laughs> but uh essentially the agile manufacturing pod is a palletized um, 17 by 17 to you know average size you know manufacturing workstation that came as a result of us conceptualizing decentralized manufacturing your typical manufacturing environment requires you know people to go to those manufacturing centers we thought, the advent of of um, advanced manufacturing should include you know the ability for people to manufacture from home um, in the private spaces. So you know here you have you know a a, a you know a unit that's uh, shipped to your home or community center and it somewhat emulates a, a work environment that you're either familiar with or are about to become familiar with in which case it's uh you know drone manufacturing and so you can manufacture drones on our behalf in your basement, garage, living room, wherever you know best suited for its installation and you know we coordinate the the supply chain through AI. so we know based on uh, the manifold parts or inventory um, when when the parts should be shipped to you Uh, If it's done as a community effort, then you can change the flavoring of the manufacturing activity. So, you know, first six months, you can be producing drones. Next six months, you can be making dentures, prosthetics, you know, um, anything from A to Z. And next thing you know, you have a, you know, um, a decent or an all-encompassing, you know, manufacturing ecosystem within the community. But it also addresses, um, on the flip side, it also addresses some of the incumbences of uh, people getting to work with mobilization of the workforce, you know, child care, anything from A to Z. And you can imagine a post-COVID environment where working remotely is becoming um, of great appeal to the general populace. Uh, it, it, uh, it dovetails nicely into that uh, environment.
0: Barry, another exciting development is a new airline that you're launching. 80 Airlines. Oh, okay. Um, okay.
1: We just, as of last week, we we were granted authorization by by the FAA as a full-fledged airline. Oh, and cool. So it's okay. something that we've been working on for the past uh, few years. We were successful at putting together all the... Material uh, for the FAA, i.e., you know, manuals, um, you know, operations manuals, maintenance manuals, safety manuals, you know, everything from ATC training manuals, and we were successful at making it through every testing and evaluation gates that um, the FAA had. Whether it be you know conformity checks or you know check rides or operations inspections, things that nature leading to us getting what's called an air carrier certificate. The long-term goal here is to operate manned aircraft, which your typical airplanes and helicopters, and drones under the same certificate. Eventually, and that's been the biggest challenge of the FAA, is how do you integrate drones into the national airspace system?
0: Barry, you also wanted to mention the first national drone showroom.
1: The showroom is first of its kind. There's no other um, drone showroom in the country, um, so that you know that makes it a little bit, you know, eye-catching. It gives the public you know immediate access to that immersive experience of uh, you know, drone technology. So you can come in and see what we do firsthand, from the production side of things to um, flight simulation side of things to the agile manufacturing pod. Um, which will be on display there, so you can somewhat visualize what a pod would look like in your basement or garage or living room. To the ability to see different drones or associated um, software packages, um, camera sensor packages. To you know, a sales desk of course, where you could purchase you know commercial off the shelf available drones. So again, an immersive experience, somewhat like a car dealership where everything is on display and everything is for sale
0: i want to thank my guests for joining me here on the ag queen podcast here today aquiline drones founder and chairman barry alexander for more information log on to com, spelled a-q-u-i-l-i-n-e drones.com that does it for the ag queen podcast today i'm your host Lori boyer